This is the Beginner's Guide to Human Design. I'm your host, Madeline Evergreen. This podcast makes understanding your human design chart super simple and easy. Have you ever looked at your chart and seen all those shapes, lines, arrows, and numbers and gotten lost in the descriptions? Me too. After countless hours of practice and study, I'm here to break it down for you. Now let's get into today's episode. Today, we are talking about manifestors. This is one of the energy types, and these first few episodes, we're going through all five of the energy types. And one thing that can be really helpful on this journey of learning about human design is to print out the energy types cheat sheet. So if you haven't done this yet, go ahead and click on the link in the show notes or some of these different podcast platforms don't have show notes. So you can always go to madelineevergreen.com backslash energy types cheat sheet or use the link in my Instagram bio. Lots of places to find this, but it's going to be super helpful for you to have this on hand either right now while you're listening or even better later on. I remember when I was first learning about human design, I just kept forgetting what was what. I I kept forgetting if I was a manifesting generator or was I a manifester, and I couldn't remember what my husband was or my friends, and then we all couldn't remember what those words meant. And it took a while for us all to kind of get the hang of it. And I wish I would have had something like this, like just a quick guide that I could have on the kitchen table or in my purse to pull out and remember what these different types are. So if you have it in front of you, great idea to take notes or do some highlighting or underlining, or just use it as it is later on when you're trying to remember what the different different energy types are and what the qualities are to them. So manifestors, that's our topic for today. Manifestors are quite rare. Around 7 to 9% of people are manifestors, so not very many. And sometimes people think that manifestors are really the only people that can manifest, and that's not what this means. It's a little bit misleading. Everybody has the ability to manifest things that they want into their life, but manifestors specifically are just one of the energy types. Later on in the podcast, in the future, we're going to be talking about specific tips on how you can manifest based off of your specific chart. There are super, super helpful details to know about that. So you can look forward to learning about that in the future. But now we're talking just about the energy type of manifestors. So I just want you to be super clear. We're not talking about the concept of manifestation. Okay, this very rare type of about 7 to 9% of people have the biggest aura of all the energy types, and they really need to learn to embrace their own big energy. When a manifester is born into a family, it can be shocking for the parents because energetically, the manifester is the leader of the family even if they're a baby. So manifestors truly are leaders and guides for us. They are people that are on the cutting edge. They are people who blaze trails and they make stuff happen. And it doesn't matter 
how old they are. So even a baby carries this energy of being a trailblazer. So sometimes parents are a little bit shocked at their child and they just feel this intense aura or this intense energy if their child is a manifester. And what's really fun is that I have a brand new baby niece, Violet, who is a manifester. She's about, I think, two months old. She's super brand new super young, but she's a she's a manifester. So I cannot wait to get to know her better and see how this shows up in her life. But I can already feel that she is a super powerful lady. It's really common for manifester kids to tell their parents what school they want to attend. And sometimes they'll say something like, I want to be homeschooled or I want to go to this specialty art school or a boarding school. They just know something very specific they, that they want in their education. And they also usually know exactly what sports or hobbies or activities they want and they'll inform their parents. So some kids won't know what they want. They don't really know what's out there. They're kind of waiting for their parents or their friends to make suggestions. That's probably not the case for a manifester child they will probably know exactly what kind of learning or hobbies or skills they need to do. And then they'll inform their parents or their caregivers what that's going to be. And manifestor children really don't need a lot of parenting and they don't need to be raised like other kids. So of course they need the basics of parenting. They need to be fed and loved and sheltered. But manifestors really do parent themselves when it comes down to um, the most important things. They are born already knowing what they need and they can self-direct their life. And so you might notice a difference in your kids if you have a manifestor child and a generator child, they're going to have a really different need for types of parenting. So if you're a manifestor, you'd want to look at this specific piece of conditioning that may have happened to you. Ask yourself... Have you been people-pleasing to make everybody happy? This is a common way for manifestors to kind of go wrong. If you're trying to please everybody and do what everybody else wants or trying to spread yourself so thin that everybody gets a piece of the pie, that is not going to work for you. You are somebody who needs to stay in what you want, what you're focused on, what your goals are, what works for you. And sometimes that can feel selfish or people can call you selfish or feel like you're just kind of bulldozing through what you want. But the truth is, is that manifestors are the happiest and the most successful and aligned when they go after what they truly want. Manifestors don't need to wait for anything. They just go out and make things happen and blaze a trail. They're very spontaneous and they don't need to do any planning and there's no strategy needed. They just get an idea and then they spontaneously go after it when they have a burst of energy. And manifestors have fluctuating bursts of energy. So when they get energy, they're fast and they're highly motivated. And then after they kind of move through that big burst of energy, they are definitely going to need a big rest. So manifestors are not super consistent, steady people who are the same all the time. They're definitely people who have highs and lows of energy, and they need to honor themselves when they're at a low, like after they've had a huge creative burst or a huge, you know, burst where they've 
gone out and done something or researched or used their skills or performed or did anything that took a lot of energy, then they need to rest afterwards. And manifestors really aren't suited for a nine to five job because things really need to happen on their own time and they need to honor those bursts of high and low energy. The strategy for a manifester is informing. Remember how all the different energy types have strategies. This is like how you approach everything in life. And you remember how for generators, their strategy was to respond, either a hell yes or a no. For a projector, they're waiting for the invitation. They're waiting for people to ask them for their advice and guidance. Well, a manifester doesn't wait for anything. A manifester goes out and informs. People look at manifestors like the team leader, and they want the manifester to inform them about what's next. So a manifestor's way of doing something is to announce what they want and what the plan is and what's going to happen. And then this next piece is super helpful to understand. A manifestor has a selective aura. The right people will want to get involved with them and the wrong people will not jive with them and they just will fall away. Do not look at this as a bad thing. Sometimes people get really upset when they hear that they're a manifester and they have a selective aura and that means that some people don't like them. But what's really cool about this is that anybody who is on board with what you're doing as a manifester is going to be so devoted, so loyal, and so ready and energized and wanting to do what you are doing. So it's kind of like the manifester is a train driver. I got this wonderful analogy from Jenna Zoe from My Human Design, but the manifester is like a train driver and they're announcing Hey, passengers, we are going to Paris. So whoever wants to go to Paris, get on board. And if you don't want to go to Paris, definitely get off the train. And can you imagine all those people getting on board so excited to go to Paris? It's going to be so thrilling. But then the people that don't want to go to Paris definitely want to get off the train. I mean, can you imagine if you were getting on a train and it's going to Paris and you meant to be going to Germany? Like how upsetting would that be? You would be so mad and you would not be into that Uh, train or that train driver or that trip, you would just want to get off the train. And it's not really personal, anything to do with the train driver, that they're a bad person or you don't like them. It's just that you are not interested in going to Paris. You're interested in going to this other place. So that's exactly how a manifester is in life. They get an inspiration and they know that they have to do this thing. Then their strategy is to inform, to tell people, hey, everybody, this is what I'm doing. And then the people that want to do it are going to get on board and join you. And then the people that don't are going to get out of the way. And it's very important for a manifester to go back to that conditioning about people pleasing and let that go. They are never going to be somebody who can please everybody. I mean, just imagine if this train driver said, okay, everybody, we're going to go wherever you guys want to go. So who wants to go somewhere? Everybody raise your hand and we'll go wherever you want to go. And then all these passengers are saying, well, I want to go to China and I want to go to Mexico or I want to go to Germany and I want to go to Ireland. 
well, then what? The train driver can kind of fake it and sort of lie and say like, okay, okay, well, we'll go to all those places. But we all know that that would never work and people will ultimately be very upset. So that's what happens when a manifester tries people pleasing. It never works out and you never end up aligning with anybody. So if you're a manifester, just kind of get used to the fact that not everybody's going to be on board with you, but the people who are are going to be so loyal and so into whatever you're doing. So a little bit more conditioning for a manifester to think about. Where are the areas I'm keeping myself small? Manifestors, remember, they're usually big, vibrant people. And I don't mean physically big, but they're like big personalities, big hearts, big dreams, big ideas. So where are the areas that I'm keeping myself small? Another question, where am I giving away my validation? What do I actually believe? And what would I love to do right now if no one cared? And then when you answer those questions for yourself, take note of any judgments that come up when you're asking the questions. The judgments equal your conditioning. So for example, if you say, what would I love to do right now if no one cared? And if your thought is, I would love to just get up, leave my job and go play with some dogs. Like, I just want to go to the dog park and play with some dogs. That's just honestly how I feel. But I'm not doing it because I really should be doing my job. And, you know, going and playing with dogs isn't really useful. It's not going to accomplish anything. I'm not going to get anywhere in life with that. So then you can see you're judging yourself for wanting to go play with dogs and thinking that that's a waste of time and that you have to make money or you have to show up for work. And again, it's not bad to make money or show up for work or or be... um, you know, doing your responsibilities. None of those things are bad things, but make note of how you're judging yourself for wanting to just go play with dogs. And that would be something for you to really delve into personally. Why is that so bad? Why is that something you're judging yourself and restricting yourself from? And what would happen if you did just go play with those dogs? So again, ask yourself those conditioning questions. And if you have the energy types cheat sheet, it's written out there in red. All these questions are right there. And there's a reminder to notice your judgments around them. And this may even be a good exercise for you to journal on or really spend some time digging into these questions. Let's talk about the not self theme. Each energy type has what's called a not-self theme, which is a theme that you know you're out of alignment. So for a manifester, it's anger. Kind of feeling like everybody is trying to tell you what to do and feeling restricted and boxed in or trapped. Those are signs that you are out of alignment and you need to redirect. It's very, very common and natural to blame your circumstances or the people in your life when you're feeling restricted or boxed in or trapped or angry as a manifester. The first thing that typically will happen is that you'll blame something outside of yourself. But we're all going to learn to take responsibility for ourselves by studying human design. And when you're feeling that anger, you need to look at what your choices are and what you're doing and redirect. And then the sign that you know you are in alignment is peace. When you feel freedom, 
ease and peace, you are in alignment and you know that something is really working for you. So that is all for today. I am so grateful for all of you listeners. This has been really fun for me to start up a podcast again and I already have four episodes out. I'm just so, so excited about this. The best way that you can pay it forward for this amazing free content is to write a review on Apple Podcasts. I would greatly appreciate that. And I'm sending each and every one of you hugs and kisses and love for writing your reviews or even sharing the show on social media. Take a screenshot of where you're listening and share it on Instagram or Facebook and feel free to tag me. On Instagram, I'm there as healthy underscore. Madeline. You can also visit my website, madelineevergreen.com, to stay on top of any upcoming shamanic breathwork retreats and events, any classes, any freebies, anything that I have going on is definitely going to be on the website. So thanks again for listening, and I'll catch you in the next episode where we will be talking about manifesting generators. <laughs>